As we can tell just by looking at ourselves, some things have changed since 1988. But in so many ways, we are still the same people. Here is the first of a series of podcasts of the stories of us, the humans of 88. This is Bob Crawford. If someone asked me in 1988 what one or two of my strengths were, I would have told them curiosity and tenacity. I think I had a lot of curiosity when I started Carleton, and Carleton, no question about it, helped uh, nurture that through our, our experiences that we had on campus and off campus. Uh, and then in terms of tenacity, I, I really learned that when something was really difficult or challenging, I, I really had to find a reservoir of some strength to tap into, you know, whether to, to accomplish a goal or to accomplish a task. And I, I learned that in a lot of different ways, extracurriculars and in the classroom. Uh, on the tenacity part, it was for sure uh, being a part of the swim team and just working really hard to accomplish some really amazing things. And then on the on the curiosity side, I, I think just, just being with some incredible professors and some really interesting students, I think just also kind of made me realize that there is a whole world outside of my own, you know, uh, upbringing up to that point that was really different than what I had been, you know, brought up in. At graduation, I, I didn't really have a, a plan. I didn't have a job and I didn't really have any kind of plan other than my, my summer plans. I did something kind of unique. I, um, I, I rode my bicycle from Los Angeles, California to Virginia Beach, Virginia, across the whole United States with my father. So that was what I did immediately after graduation. And we actually kept a diary along the way, and we even published a book called Coast to Coast. While I had no plans immediately after graduation, that ended up being, I would say, a, a life I don't know, changing, life-affirming event for me to be able to spend a whole month with my, with my dad dry, uh, cycling across the whole United States. I, I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do something with my father, uh, and it was really amazing. It was a coming-of-age kind of thing, and I think about this like all the time. And My dad is still with us. He's 84 years old. And I'm, I'm sort of in awe of that we were able to do this. And the thing I, I really recall about this trip was just how large our country is and how friendly the people were. And we went through California, Nevada, Colorado, Kansas, Missouri, Kentucky, and then Virginia. So kind of like the middle swath there. And I just remember how well we were treated by people. And it was really an incredibly inspiring, just interesting way to see our country from the the ground floor where we went on county roads and, you know, just local highways and, you know, all these small towns across our country. And and just seeing our our country from that perspective was was really incredible. When I was bicycling across the country, I, I, did hear that I was accepted into a master's degree program, uh, which involved, in, in my case, uh, studying economic history at the London School of Economics. I did a joint degree with the University of Chicago Business School, and I, I knew I wanted to study business at some point. I really liked the combination of analysis 
of creativity. I liked the concept of pleasing customers, of innovating, of leading others. And I really was drawn to that field. And what I was able to do was combine a lot of awareness of the world and broaden my intellectual kind of capacity to look at a lot of different situations and scenarios and in different ways. And uh, the embers that maybe were, uh, were, were ignited at, at Carleton, I think in my history classes, I really loved classes in the, the Middle Ages that I had and even ancient sort of Roman history and Renaissance history. And a lot of it was because everything I thought I knew about that time period was challenged and it was exciting. It was forcing me to think differently about just uh, how people lived and how people behaved. And I, I learned so much about checking my own assumptions about, you know, when I'm encountering something new and when I think I maybe am confident in my beliefs, maybe to, to be a, maybe humble and maybe more curious about why something is. And that sort of skill is, has, I think, benefited me as I, you know, have, have moved through my working life. I've done a couple things that I think I took some risks and or done some things that differently that were maybe unconventional. I had confidence in doing them because I realized that if they didn't work out, that it would still be a wonderful adventure and a wonderful experience. I'd still learn a lot. If it did work out, or if it was successful, then it would be successful. And, you know, I could move on to the next thing. After I uh, worked in beverages, uh, and then I worked in a furniture rental business, I have recently uh, joined a company in the pet services industry called Central Bark. And uh, I'm the CEO of a company in the dog daycare, overnight boarding business, grooming and training. And we uh, have 35 locations in 12 states, and we provide all these services to dog owners. And again, I think I've, I'm learning new industries and I'm quickly making sure that I add value. And I think a lot of that is because of my natural curiosity and uh, humility to some level of, of, of learning as much as I can, as quickly as I can. And again, that goes back to the things that I think we learned at Carleton to be able to be, have confidence and the, the skills to be able to do that. They were needing a CEO that knew how to scale a service business and work with founders and add value and professionalize and grow and expand. And it ended up being a terrific opportunity for me. And it's something I'm learning a ton about. I do believe as you get to your mid fifties that you start thinking about the middle third of your life and what do you want it to look like? And I did read a book recently by Arthur Brooks called um, Strength to Strength. And it was a really interesting book about life in, in your fifties. And it was exactly of this question of what do you, what brings meaning to your life and what brings value to your life and how do you act and behave given the, the long view? And I think that's a incredibly important question. What do we do? Uh, how do we add value? How do we give back? And that is absolutely what was at this core of my mind when I decided to take a, a leap into this new area in pet services which I did not know even existed. And the core question for me was, was looking at my own family and the role that our dog, Georgia, 
plays in our family's life. I mean, Georgia is the center of everything. I'm, Georgia is at the high point. I'm at the bottom. So Georgia rules the house and she brings joy and happiness and to our life. And that's at the core level. I get to work in this business that is about dogs and about uh, the happiness that dogs bring to people. Uh, what did I want when I attended Carlton? Is you take it on sort of blind faith when you're a 18 or 19 year old kid, but it really has turned out to be the truth. I mean, you think about our life, how different it is today than it was in 1988. I mean, it is amazing. We're doing things that we had no idea was were even possible, and uh, that feels just terrific about what I was able to do at Carlton to be able to uh, have that opportunity. I, I definitely feel like I have that confidence that I think was nurtured at Carleton. I can, I, I feel really strongly about that. And that's been, I think, a lifelong benefit of, of my education in Northfield. As, that, as it relates to, for me, starting the new, new, new jobs and new industries, um, I think back to my 24-year-old self when I first started in corporate America. And I was confident, but I realize now, like, I, I knew nothing. And, uh, it was, it was all learning. And I think about that a lot. My family has been a, oh my gosh, incredible part of my development. I uh, am married to Annalise. We have been married for 26 years. I have three sons, age 23, 20, and 17. And if you ever want a little humility, no question about it, uh, they will give that to me every day. And they keep me in my place and teach me things that I didn't know about. So I'm constantly learning about anything from music to reptiles to you know, you name it, all kinds of crazy stuff. I got this crazy email with a guy I met and his daughter is a swimmer at Carleton. And he sent me this picture. He goes, hey, Bob, your, your name is still in a pool record at, at St. Olaf College. I was like, what? I mean, I couldn't even believe it. I go, that's like 35 years old. And he goes, no, it's still here. And I was like, Wow, that's crazy. I would have never thought uh, that was still there. It's just kind of a funny thing. What's next for me? My next steps are about focusing on um, my, my sons. I think they're at some critical junctures in their lives right now. And so being with them, helping them to make good decisions, helping them to evaluate opportunities uh, is, a real, is a real big next step for me. So many things we didn't know. There are so many stories to hear, and I know there will be a lot of Humans of 88 at Reunion next year. Just saying, until next time, keep your story going.